Do clothes make the man, or do clothes fake the man? And perhaps, can one who is faking actually be better producing his better self? This is Rabbi Yitzchak Price with another episode of Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcasts. Our upcoming Parsha of Tetzave has a heavy focus on garb, the garb of the Kohen and the garb of the Kohen Gadol, the priest in the temple and the high priest, the priest who wears four unique garments, each priest the exact same four, but each one measured to size, to be precise to the size of that Kohen, to be kept clean, and to the degree they became very unclean, disposed of, and fresh garb garb created. Um, the imagery that one would come in and see all of the Kohanim, all the priests in their white linen garb was to give this sense of a place of purity and a, a, a certain beauty and simplicity at the same time. The high priest, the Klingodol, wearing eight garb that included the much more elaborate garments. Uh, and the Talmud understanding that each garment played a metaphysical role, a spiritual role, in terms of how it would help generate atonement for various human failures. Garb, heavily focused in our Parsha, and in the Megillah that we're about to read in just a few days on Purim. We start with the king wearing royal attire and a big letter chet toward the beginning of the Megillah regarding the materials that were worn. Chet, the English word E-I-G-H-T-8. That G-H from the German Acht, coming from the Hebrew letter Chet, all tied to that eight. And the eight of the beginning of the parsha of the Megillah reflects the eight of our parsha that Ahasuerus, the king of Persia, was flaunting that he had donned the garb of the high priest of Israel. Ahasuerus presumed, thankfully, very wrongly, that Israel was never to return to the land of Israel, that we were down and out forever and now consumed by his empire, and that there would never be a temple in Jerusalem with a high priest wearing those garb, and I'm proving that by wearing it myself. An incredible chutzpah, uh, part of Mordechai is trying to encourage us not to be at that party. We don't belong there. This Zachashverosh is a celebration of our doom, and in a sense, his slap to the honor of God. Separate story, that we failed, and we told Mordechai, oh, not politically correct, you don't understand, old rabbi, you're not with the times, and we very much didn't get what he got. But, we've got Garb over there, Garb, in his telling Vashti to show up just wearing the royal crown, Garb and Esther being given the royal garments, Garb in Mordechai putting on sackcloth to display mourning at the tragic news of the powerful threat of annihilation of the Jews. Garb in Mordechai being being brought to town and and, and paraded through town, wearing royal garb later on in the Megillah. Garb in various modes, uh, reflecting greatness and grandeur, reflecting loss and suffering. And garb generates mindsets, it generates attitudes in those who see it from the outside, it can generate attitudes in those who wear the garments. The Hebrew word beged, for garment, bet gimeldalid, boged, is not a word you want to be called. Boged means a, one who is treasonous, not one who is going AWOL from the army, as a boged. Bet gimeldalid, boged, relates to the Hebrew word sheker, of lying. Bet gimeldalid are the second and third and fourth letters of the Hebrew alphabet. 
Sheker, falsehood, are the second last, third last, and fourth last letters of the Hebrew alphabet. And there is a tie-in to those. Beged matches Sheker. Beged refers to treasonous and is false. And Beged is how I can lie to you about who I am, how I can pretend I'm something other than what I really am. But that's a tool that can be turned the other direction because I can fake myself out as well if I so desire. If I'm feeling down and I dress myself up, if I'm feeling haughty and I dress myself down, if I am... Again, by shifting garments, I am feeling undignified. By putting on the better garb, you tell the patient to try to dress up. You know, don't just allow yourself to wear the pajamas all day long. You'll feel sick. Garments allow us to portray ourselves as something other than what we currently are or to secure the, the, the me that I really want to be. And much as we have to be cautious about using it as a trick to con somebody, to dupe, to manipulate in any way that is ultimately the bogade sheker aspect of falsehood, but where it is a tool to actually inspire what is the proper frame of mind, the healthier frame of mind, then go for it. We know that when it comes to Shabbos, there's a big push by our sages to dress up, wear something special, for special garments for Shabbos. And if the youngest of ages, children relate to this. If we have the youngest of children knowing that each week comes Shabbos, they wear their special Shabbos shoes and they have their Shabbat skirt or their Shabbos uh, nicer top or shirt, bow tie, whatever it is, they come to really appreciate Shabbos very differently than if it's just another day wearing the same garments. And try it yourself. If, if you are accustomed to wearing just the same thing, just, okay, maybe you switched because you're having a Shabbat dinner and you changed your shirt, but it's just a shirt you would have worn anyway on Tuesday or Thursday. Picking something out and keeping this is special, I wear this only on Shabbos, will make you think differently about Shabbos. We think differently about Shabbos, we think differently about ourselves. And that's true about Shabbos, it's true about how we earn respect of others, and how we develop self-respect. It's true of the greatest sages of the last generation in Israel, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arabach, was seen by his students, seen to it that he was put together as he was about to enter his home. One version is he was adjusting his tie, but I don't know that he ever wore a tie, but he was uh, making sure that he looked dignified as he entered his house, and they asked a special guest, and he said, yes, God. The Shechina, God's presence. On two levels, we have the notion that the husband, wife, and God are a team. And he was coming home to where he had lived a life of sanctity together with his wife, and therefore God was present there as well. And it's respect to my wife to let her understand that I come home and I don't switch into slump mode. I just don't know a good English word for slump, but I don't just fall apart in your presence. If I dress a certain way to have a certain respect among others then that's appropriate to you as well. But not in a manner that's demanding that you treat me with a reverence. I'm not, I'm not demanding you treat me like the king. That balance between I have respect for you, I care about you, and that if I don't let it be that you're the only person in front of whom I just don't care how I look. Other direction as well. How often does a man feel more comfortable, more um, you know, appreciative of his wife when she's taken a moment to kind of put herself together um, when they're spending time together, uh, dressing up a drop as they go out, rather than treating him as, oh, it's just my husband. He's not my supervisor or my client or my customer. It's just my husband. Well, he's my husband. 
is a different attitude, and I want him to appreciate that I appreciate him, and that I make sure that I'm presentable. These ideas, to use the degree to which, even if currently that's not how I was thinking, I can create the thought, I can create the attitude with the garb, with that beged, can really help us on so many fronts in securing that we are properly treated, respected, and that at least internally we, we properly treat and respect ourselves. Very curious to hear other thoughts on your end as to how you do or don't, how you do use garb or how you would potentially want to use garb. I know those of you who have employees and this debate every few years, are you gaining or losing and having dressed down days, gaining or losing and having a casual work environment, what really works best? I don't know the data on this, but um, again, we do know that a lot of how we think is related to how we act, and one element of that is how we look and how we treat ourselves based on how we look as well. Definitely please share thoughts. Yprice at Gmail, P-R-E-I-S, Y-P-R-E-I-S at Gmail is probably the easiest way to do that. And let's all try to find ways to, as we read through this parsha of Tetzaveh, and see the garb of the Kohen and the Kohen Gadol, and as we read through the Megillah, and we see the many changes of garb, kind of give us some thought, ponder, how we can use garb to be one of those many, many, many tools out there that can help us all achieve Eretachlis.